Hello, hello and welcome. It's Mark. It's Trucking Answers, the best trucking podcast in trucking podcasts. I don't know. I'm here with my co-host, Gracie, who's sleeping on the couch today because that's what she wants to do. But she will get up at any minute to have something to say. Now, I want to tell you, as always, I'm not a lawyer, so this is not legal advice. Okay, but I am a truck driver of over 35 years, so this is my professional opinion. Is that fair? I think that's fair. So let's get to it. So I want to go on um, go on and talk about what I talked about on the Sunday Rant on YouTube. I like to wrap those up here on the podcast where we can talk a little more in depth about that. Now, I talked about detention time in this new study about it. And what I want to talk about first is what is detention time? Now, I know people listening are drivers, but there are a lot of people listening that are not drivers. They send me questions all the time. How do I get into trucking, this kind of thing? So let's explain detention time is that time that generally you are not fully paid for, where you're waiting, where you're waiting at a dock, where you're waiting to get loaded, to not get, to get unloaded, or even waiting to get in. You may be staged outside, park out there and we'll call you when we have a dock. So that kind of thing. So you're waiting here in the dock, waiting to be unloaded, that kind of thing. That's time is detention. You're detained from driving. That's not the same as if you don't have a load. For example, after you get unloaded and they don't have another load for you, now you go into another kind of time. That's layover time, right? So we'll talk about that at some other time. But detention time, it's a huge problem in the industry. And nobody really cares about it because they don't have to. So company will make an appointment noon. And so you get there at noon and they don't even put you in the dock until 7 p.m. So that's a real problem, right? Because you're not always paid for that time. Common in the industry to be one or two hours before you start getting paid. I don't know why that ever came about where they're like, you know, let's not pay people for a few hours before we pay them. So, but you'll have to wait a certain period of time at most companies, unless you're paid hourly, right? So at most companies where you're paid mileage, there's going to be a period of time uh, that's prescribed by the company. It varies at each company. That you have to wait past your appointment time before you get paid. And you also generally have to be on time to get detention. I've seen some places that say, look, if you're late, we don't pay detention no matter how long you sit there. So your appointment's at noon, you get there at 1230 or whatever, and they're like, no detention no matter how long you're sitting there. That's why when I was running over the road, I never would accept a load that I couldn't do. So don't ever accept a load. If you thought, okay, noon, and I thought, well, I'll be there at one or whatever, so it's pretty close. I never would accept that. I always put no, because at least on the Qualcomm that I used, company said, you know, do you accept this load, yes or no? And so wire in. So I would always put no. I couldn't do it. And then immediately, that's the only time your dispatcher, by the way, will get in touch with you. (laughs) You put a no down. Oh, you're refusing a load? Uh, No, I can't do the load the way you set it. So, uh, yeah, I'm refusing it the way it sits. And then they're always like, well... You know, you can just get there whenever they'll take it all day. Send it to me. Okay. Send it to me. And I encourage everyone to do that too. I always did that. And that was many years ago when I was doing that. Send it to me so that it's on there because companies forget. So then they would send a message. Sometimes they would change the whole load. They'd put a new appointment time on there. Or sometimes the, the dispatch would send a message over the Qualcomm. That said, okay, you can show up whenever you want and not be late. So, because I never wanted a late. That was also considered a service failure at most places where you, sometimes they'll give you a grief about it. They eventually may write you up for it. So, never accept a load you can't do. But regardless of that, there's this new study about detention time 
and they're going to look into it more because drivers waste <laughs> tens of millions of hours, probably many, many hundreds of thousands of hours waiting around, getting loaded and getting unloaded. Companies, the Walmarts and every other company that takes people in are bad at scheduling. Walmart has gotten a lot better at this, but they're still bad at it. And you just don't get paid for all of it. And it holds trucks up. They could be driving. <clears throat> now, companies could solve this in a couple of ways. If they wanted to, the way a company could solve it, number one, they could do more dropping hooks. So that was always a good thing. When you went somewhere, you had an open appointment, so you knew it was a dropping hook. That would solve it. Now, not everybody can do a dropping hook. You may not be able to go to a place that's big enough to do a dropping hook. Maybe you're delivering to a small place. You know, it has one or two docks. It's just a tiny place or whatever. And so they're not going to have a drop and hook where you have another trailer there. Well, companies could solve this by having local drivers deliver their loads. They could get cartage companies to do it. Or they could have drop yards where road drivers come in and drop and local drivers deliver loads. That's what I always thought they should do. Even over the road, I thought, you know what? This is stupid to have road drivers sitting around all day delivering loads it doesn't make any sense and then i thought oh yeah it does the company doesn't have to pay you anything <laughs> or has to pay you very little because detention time almost always is less uh, per hour than an hourly driver would get especially with a couple of hours of waiting time so if they're giving 20 to 25 dollars an hour which i see pretty regularly after two hours you know, so in four hours, you get $40. <laughs> okay, that's $10 an hour. Believe me, there are no local drivers getting $10 an hour delivering loads. So the company gets away with getting this stuff delivered. And the company's viewpoint is, well, look, we can't have a local driver sitting there, you know, wasting their time, which is somewhat ironic. They'd rather have you sit there, a road driver. And I say you because... Ah, well over half, certainly, of the drivers that listen to this are over-the-road drivers that listen to this podcast. So, and it's good to, it's good to see everybody listening. Believe me, I I love everybody listening. So, thank you very much for that. I don't say that enough, and it is much appreciated that people would take the time to listen to uh, to me talk about trucking. The thing is, companies don't have any incentive really to do any better on it because you know the minimal amount they pay, they don't even like paying that. Now, shippers. The other thing that this um, this survey kind of looking into it says is, well, shippers, you know, what are they going to do about it? Well, why should they care at all? Until someone charges them something, they're not going to care at all. They don't care. Most places, even though it's in their contract of carriage that there's this big fee, some places as much as $100 an hour starting immediately at the appointment time. I don't know that they actually charge it. From what I've talked to when I talk to companies, most of them don't charge it. It gets waived. So shippers don't have to pay it. You you want your trucks out of there, you're going to have to pay it. But see, there's no really incentive to do that. There's no incentive to do it. I suppose if a carrier was super busy and they wanted their truck, they might try to squeeze it. But the shipper's just going to go, look, I'm not paying it. If you make me pay that thing that I actually agreed to pay, I'll just ship with somebody else. And so the shippers are like, okay, we won't pay it. So on that side, the free market kind of has the shippers on it. But from the waiting point side of the driver, well, I guess the carrier, let's go to the carrier. What is the carrier's incentive? Well, you know, are they giving up loads? Probably not. If carriers had to give up loads because their trucks were sitting around so much, 
on this detention, they would do something about it because a load pays a lot more than a truck not making a load. So I know for a fact, <laughs> right, that carriers don't care because it's not really impacting their operation. The truck's profitable. So somebody's got to sit there. They got to pay them, you know, in effect, 10 or even less dollars an hour, depending how long they sit there. And it's not a big deal for them. They sit there. So you run the truck for a couple hours, you know, use a half a gallon of fuel. They don't care. They don't care. It doesn't cost them and the truck's still profitable. So until it costs them, nothing. The only person that can do anything about it, regardless of all these dumb studies, is you, the driver. That's it. We're the only ones that can do anything about it. We have to stand up and say, look, I'm not doing this anymore. And a company that has excessive waiting time, and I don't know what that is, because it's different for each person. For me, I'm, I got sick of it. I'm still sick of it, even though I don't have to sit around like that. I'm just sick of it. So I'm not going to be gone from my house and still sit somewhere and not make any money. To me, that's insanity. If you are gone, you should be getting paid for all this time. I mean, you're gone from your whole life. You're not just gone from your house. You're gone from your life. Okay? You know that thing that was going to go on with your kid on Wednesday night? You're not going to be there. That thing that's going on where you're somebody dies in your family, you're not there. Now, whatever it is, you aren't there to participate in it because you're somewhere else. Part of that time spent sitting at a dock making little to no money. So until we do something about it, there's little incentive on any other side to do anything. The shippers have a lot of power over the carriers because they'll just use a different carrier that won't charge them. There's tons of places that would be happy to say, look, we'll take that and we won't charge you anything to sit there. And so they figure, look, if they got to pay a driver 40 bucks out of a load that paid, you know, $2,200 to take somewhere, that's fine. They don't care. They don't want to charge the shipper because they don't want to lose that freight. So until we stand up and say, I'm not doing it, it's just going to continue happening. Now, one other thing that drivers could do, and I always thought they should do this, is log legal. When you log that time off duty to save hours, all you're doing is allowing the carrier, right, to do more of this stuff. Because you're willing to do something illegal that helps them. It doesn't even really help you. Well, Mark, I'll get more miles. Well, you know what? They should pay you better. They should pay you better. You shouldn't have to run illegal to make a living. If you ha if you sit around enough where you have to log illegal, you don't get paid enough. And I saw this just the other day at the truck stop. So I just dropped my trailer, wait for the guy to get there. And uh, I sit there and I'm like, oh, and I watched this truck cruise and I can't remember the name of the company. It was some off-brand company. And he was going so slow and there was a parade, uh, a train of trucks behind him because he was coming around the corner and he was coming out of his parking spot. I assume he was headed up to the fuel line. That's what it looked like. He couldn't have gone any slower. I had to actually look and see if he was moving. You know, I was going to go put a rock next to his tire and then see if he moved beyond the rock. The sun moved. His shadow changed angles while he was driving up to the fuel island. He was going so slowly. I mean, I just didn't understand it other than, you know, he's doing this for his log so he doesn't set his truck off to driving. That's why I would change that to as soon as you press the brake, you're driving because what what are you doing? Well, Mark, that's not driving. Isn't it, though? Did the truck drive itself? Okay, it's still driving. So the whole crux of this is there's a... Another study going to be done on detention time. And they're going to get to the granular level. I love that. I talked about that in the video. 
they talk about they're going to get into detention time at the granular level. Granular. They're going to get down and dirty in it, I guess. And I don't exactly know what that means. Look, if I went to a truck stop with a pen and paper and said, hey, to drivers that are walking in, do you ever wait anywhere? You know, I mean, that's how we could do this. In 10 minutes, you know, we could have people fan out into different truck stops and figure out, yeah, this is how much drivers wait. It's a lot. It was a lot on the road. And it's a lot. I know some people have a dedicated route, which is great. Let's do a lot of drop and hook. That helps. That's part of the benefit, I guess, of a larger carrier over the road is that there's more drop and hook because they have more trailers. The benefit of a smaller carrier, of course, is you're treated better. So everything's a trade-off. Everything, everything's a trade-off. You may get a manual truck even at a smaller carrier, which reminds me, as an aside, because I go off on tangents all the time, I saw an ad for that. I saw my first ad that really talked about it and said, uh, you know, wanted drivers, most people drive a manual. And then they said in the ad, you know, it's getting more and more rare to find drivers that can drive a manual. So I know you're worth more money. So call me up. So I love that in the ad. So now there's so few people. Did that? Did it turn around that fast that there's so few people that can drive a manual truck that now it's a thing where you can actually get more money for it? I never thought that would... Uh, it would come up to that, but apparently it has come up to that. So, but back to detention time. If you wait a lot and it's costing you a lot of money, I think you should change carriers. You know, I think you should go somewhere that's not going to make you sit around or become the local driver that delivers loads on the clock and then you don't care if you sit around. Hey, if your load doesn't show up or you got to wait in the dock, who cares? Put your feet up and sit there. And what that does then. It isn't like you're milking the clock. Oh, Mark, see, there you go, milking the clock. No, that is not the case at all. Okay, if I show up for an appointment uh, at 4 p.m., okay, and they don't get to me, that isn't my problem. I'm there. They set the appointment. I don't set the appointment. And if they're not ready or they can't get you unloaded, that's the carrier's problem. And it will encourage the carrier to do something. And maybe the carrier makes enough money on it where they don't care. They go, look, with this load pays plenty of money just sit there okay and i've had that happen and they haven't said it like that but i've uh, waited and they go no just wait there i go look they said it's going to be six hours they go yeah go ahead and sit there uh, and you know let us let us know when you're leaving uh, so what i figure when that happens is it's going to be plenty of they must be making plenty of money where they don't care i'm like okay i'll let you know when i'm leaving so it doesn't make any difference you know when you're getting paid for it that it becomes a them problem, not a you problem. Things that are out of your control, out of your control, I don't think should be your problem. I don't set the appointment. I don't make them unload me. None of that stuff. All those things are out of my control, so they shouldn't be an issue that I have to deal with. If a carrier wants to deal with it, let them deal with it. They could say, look, leave, I guess, or whatever they want to do. It's their problem. It isn't my problem. I should only be held to things that I can take control over and one of them is how long it takes to unload me certainly and this granular detention study stupid i cannot tell you how many studies they've done in the time that i've been driving there's forever studies because drivers <clears throat> drivers gripe about it and then they do studies and then it goes away something gets better like freight was better for a few years so drivers didn't care as much people making money there's freight all over the place so detention went down so drivers just shut up about it a little bit now freight's getting a little bit more scarce I see uh, transportation jobs are down, there's less ads, uh, and that's just borne out by articles and stuff that there's less jobs, so drivers are waiting around more, and so now they're griping more about it, so, you know, I don't know what to say. They'll do more studies, oh, we're going to look into it, 
And then that's it. And I think in the free market, personally, it is none of the government's business. It just, you notice I never said the government should do anything about this other than you should run legal. This is something that the free market should solve. And the power always is in the majority for this kind of thing in the majority of drivers until they take action. Nothing happens. That's how life is, isn't it? Until you take action, nothing's going to change. Something to think about. Right, Gracie? Oh, my gosh. She's sleeping right on the edge and just getting ready to fall off. I'm going to go boot her back up there. And I want to thank you for listening. And we'll be back soon with another Trucking Answers. <laughs>